0: في
1: الكريم اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان النواس ابن سمعان رضي الله عنه ان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال اصبر واسلم والاثم ما حاك في نفسك وكرهت ان عليه الناس فهو مسلم وانوابده قال اتيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال جئت تسال عن البر والاثم قلت نعم قال استفت قلبك البر مطمئنا اليه مطمئنا اليه النفس وطمئنا اليه القلب والاثم ما حاك في نفسي وتردد في الصدر وان افتاك الناس او حديث حسن رواه رويناه في مسند الإمامين أحمد ابن حنبل والدارمي بإسناد هاسين.
0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه حديث twenty seven of the fifty of أربعين النووية. The hadith is narrated by Nawas ibn Suma'an where he says the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said al-birru matma'anna ilayhim nafsu uh, afwan al-birru husnu al-khuluq refers to good actions or the righteous, righteous good deeds. And the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, describes mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. as حُسْنُوا الْخُلُقِي Having good manners. This takes us back to the hadith of the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, where he says, إِنَّمَا بُعِثْتُ لِأُتَمِّمَا مَكَارِمَ akhlaq I want us to take a look at the word khuluq, um, manas. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said concerning the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa in the Quran, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ The scholars of Tafsir have said, khuluq in this ayah means deen, religion. وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ you are on a great religion as opposed to just manners. In the same way, when Rasulullah sallallahu says, bu'ithtu al I've been sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to perfect good akhlaq. they said Akhlaq in this hadith means deen, to perfect good religion. Why do we explain akhlaq or khuluq as being religion so that some people do not misunderstand this word? There are some people who argue that having good manners is more important than tawheed. In other words, it's much more important to teach people about good manners than it is to teach them about tawheed. They say the dalil is, إِنَّمَا لِأُتَمِّمَا مَكَارِمَ الْأَخْلَاقِ I've been sent only to perfect good manners. We say this is a great misunderstanding of the words of the Messenger In order for us to understand the meaning of akhlaq we say Akhlaq should be divided then into three. Huluk or manners, is supposed to be divided into three. Perfecting good manners with Allah, that would be number one. Perfecting good manners with the Messenger Wasallam, that would be number two. And then perfecting manners with the creation of Allah So if Perfecting manners with Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is a part of khuluq. How do we perfect our behavior or manners with Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala? I think the first thing is tauhid. That is good manners with Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Not to associate Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala with anything. Wa qad rabbuka alla ta'budu illa and your Lord has decreed that you should not worship except Him. So to perfect akhlaq, good manners, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. So the Messenger alayhi says, الْأَخْلَاقِ I've been sent only to perfect good manners. Which good manners? Good manners starting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and what is good manners starting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Tawheed. So the phrase, I've been sent to perfect good manners actually means the first thing is Tawheed. What do you think of a person who thinks behaving in a good way or having good manners with fellow human beings is more important than having good manners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do you think that's correct thinking? No. To be well-behaved with other people is more important than to be well-behaved with Allah. We say that is not true. It's much more important to be well-behaved with Allah. And then comes good behavior with the Messenger, sallallahu Allah, and then good behavior with the people. So you may have good manners with, with the people, You might be what they call the perfect gentleman, everything, good manners, talking nicely to the people and helping and everything. But if you have no good manners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is in vain, this is nothing. If I give charity, I say some kind words to people, I'm a very nice person to everyone, but I'm a mushrik. Does this help me in any way? So if the messenger of Allah says, I was sent to perfect good manners, does it mean just good manners with the people? He means good manners starting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I was sent to perfect, starting with what? Starting with Tawheed. That's why the scholars say, this khuluq actually means deen. So Al Birru righteousness, husnul khuluq, is to have good manners. I think now you get to understand the hadith. Al birru, righteousness, husnul khuluq, is to have good manners. What is meant by good manners? Firstly, tawheed. Al birru, firstly, is what? Tawheed. Worship Allah alone, do not mix him with other things. Number two, obey the Messenger. That's good manners with the Messenger. And then thirdly, good manners. With the people. Al-Birru, Husnul Khuluk. And Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has described Birr in the Quran, in an ayah which the scholars have say, uh, have called the ayah of Birr. Laisa al-Birr. And to all who al-Mashriqi wal-Maghrib. al-Birr. Al-bir? What is Birr? Man amana billah. وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَالْمَلَائِكَةِ وَالْكِتَابِ وَالْنَبِيِّينَ This is the first description of birr. What is birr? من آمنا بالله وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ The one who believes in Allah. and the last day. وَالْمَلَائِكَةِ And the angels. وَالْكِتَابِ And the book. Meaning the books. وَالْنَبِيِّينَ And the prophets. This is birr. Then he continues to say, Wa al mala, and he gives wealth, he gives money. This is now good manners to whom? To the people. He started with good manners with whom? With Allah. He gives money. Despite loving the money. Who doesn't love money? Everyone likes money. Even the people who give also like money. But despite liking it, they give. وَآتَ الْمَالَ Those who are close to him. وَالْيَتَامَ And the, the, the orphans. And the poor people. as sabil And the wayfarer. وَآتَ الْمَالَ عَلَىٰ حُبِّهِ ذَوِي الْقُرْبَةِ وَالْيَتَامَ وَالْمَسَاكِينَ وَابْنَ السَّبِيلِ وَالسَّائِلِينَ And those who are asking. وَفِي الْرِقَابِ And the slaves, to free the slaves. وَأَقَامَ الصَّلَاةِ He must also pray salah. وَآتَ الزَّكَاءِ He must also give zakah. وَالْمُوفُونَ بِأَهْدِهِمْ He must stick to his promises. إِذَا ahadu When he promises. When he says i'm going to do such tomorrow he must stick to his promise it's a part of bir, bir. it's a part of good manners so when the messenger says al-akhlaq, to perfect good manners we start with good manners with the messenger uh, with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Aisha, anha, when asked about the character of the messenger sallallahu and his manners what did she say Kana Al-Qur'an, his manners, his character was the Qur'an. The Qur'an has what? Tawheed. So the manners of the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi was? Tawheed. The manners of the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi was? Salah. The manners of the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi was? Being good to the people. So, al-birru, husnul khuluq. Then he says? Then... Al-ithmu. is sin? What do we consider to be sinful? The messenger sallallahu alayhi wa explains it in short sentences. al uh, Good manners or righteousness is good manners. Wal-ithmu something bad, is something which you find troubling you in the heart something which makes your heart not not settled when you do it your heart is hesitating you're not 100 happy when you want to do it you don't find rest in your in your heart then you know this is this is bad and you do not want you don't want people to know about it (laughs) If there is something you do which you do not want people to discover then it means that's a very good thing not so it means it's it's bad there are certain things we do and without fatwa from anyone without asking anyone whether it's good or bad you just you just don't want people to find out you don't want people to discover you do such a thing then that is But then this uh, explanation is only for certain people. Are we together? This explanation of Ethan is only for certain people. For some people, this explanation does not apply to them because they don't have a heart. This explanation is only for people with hearts. The people who will do something bad and feel it in their hearts. For some people, that sense is gone. This explanation is not for them. If you tell such people uh, uh, something bad is something which makes you uncomfortable in the heart, they'll tell you, "For me, nothing makes me uncomfortable." For them, everything, everything is is comfortable. Yeah, it's dead. That sense is dead. The sensors are not there. Yeah, <laughs> almost that. It reminds me of uh, one time I, my car stopped in the middle of, of traffic. It couldn't move. I tried to, to start it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't start. remember that time when, when the vehicle was giving me uh, uh, problems with, uh, with the sensors. So this boy saw me in the middle of, of traffic, and uh, he came, you know to, to help me. He said, "What's the problem?" I said, "It just, just went off." I try to start it, it won't start. He um, says, what could be the problem? I said, the, uh, the one who advised me, the mechanic, said it's the, the sensors. You know, with a car, when the sensors you know, sense something, uh, uh, something which could damage the car, it simply cuts the engine so that the car doesn't move. It could be a knock sensor, or whatever sensor, but it just has to protect the car. If something is wrong, the sensor has to cut the engine so that the car doesn't doesn't move anymore. Then the boy said, ah, these sensors, just remove them. Just just remove the sensors so that the car doesn't have to to, to stop. And for some people, that's the situation. They just removed the sensors. In their hearts, there are no sensors. So that anything they do, they don't feel bad. Everything, everything is okay. Someone does something which is extremely bad. Something which he's supposed to be crying about. Subhanallah, he he doesn't lose appetite over it. He doesn't lose his sleep. To him, it's it's absolutely nothing. I remember one time saying, uh, for the majority of us, just running over, you're driving and you run over uh, uh, a cat. That day is going to be... A very disturbed day for you thinking, how how did I kill the cat and so on? And then someone else kills a human being and, and he's okay. He doesn't even think about it. He has to be reminded you killed someone today. Oh, oh okay. You you think you think the sense is there? So Rasulullah says, Al ifn something bad is something which makes you uncomfortable in the heart. So my question is, is this for everyone? This is only for some people, because for other people, the sensor is not there, and it doesn't make them uncomfortable at all. For them, we need a different explanation of, of if not this one, after they answer. Now uh, the next part of the hadith,
1: please.. <laughs> Rasulah is اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ فَقَالَ father. Jeter فَقَالَ the
0: الْبِرُّ so this Sahabi who comes to the Messenger, so Allah, sallam, the hadith is the same. That's why uh, uh, Nawawi nawawi uh, put the hadiths together because the, uh, the context is, is the same. So although we have uh, about two hadiths here, I don't think we count them as hadith number 27 and number 28. Is that the way he wrote them? No. Yeah, they are two hadiths, but he counted them both as hadith number uh, 27 because the hadith is basically the same. So he comes to the Messengers of Allah and says, "The Messengers of Allah ﷺ says to him, you 'You've come to ask about birr, and you've come to ask about ifm.'" He said, "Yes, Ya Rasul Allah, that's exactly what I came to ask about." The Messengers of Allah ﷺ said, "Istafti qalbaki." Ask fatwa from your heart. If you want to know what is good, and you want to know what is bad, ask your heart because your heart knows better what is good and your heart knows better what is bad. But then, like I said, this, this answer is only for people like Nawas bin Sam'an and the other sahaba of Rasulullah and those who follow them in righteousness because they have hearts which can give them good fatwa. This is only for something, someone who is really looking for the truth. If you tell him, ask your heart, their heart is going to tell them something right. But if you ask a murderer, you say, uh, ask your heart which, which is good and which is bad, uh, their heart is going to tell them uh, uh, killing is, is good. Are we together? So this fatwa of the heart is only for a person who has a heart. Some people have hearts, some people don't. Kalla bal ala qulūbihim. You know, sin kills the heart. In the beginning, a person feels shy, and when he does something bad, he regrets, he makes toba. then he continues and continues until eventually the heart is going to die, the sensors are removed, and he does not feel anything when he does something bad. نَسْأَلُ al That's why when the sharia asks us to stay away from bad things, it's a protection of our own hearts so that our hearts are not corrupted. When you do something bad, you harm only yourself because it's your heart that gets corrupted. When we are told, please uh, stop listening to this, to this music, it's going to corrupt your heart. That's exactly what music does to the heart. When we are told, stop uh, watching bad things, These bad things are going to corrupt your heart. You won't feel it at the moment, but the moment you continue watching and listening and watching and listening, eventually, there just comes a time when the heart simply dies. And this hadith no longer applies to to the person. You can't say to him, it's tough to ask your heart, because the heart is a corrupt heart and it cannot be asked. So at the end of the hadith, the messenger sallallahu says, he explains al and ithn the same way we explained in the first place. Then he says, wa in wa The fatwa that comes from the people. If your heart is good, and your heart is able to recognize what is good and what is bad, the fatwa you are given by people, especially those who have no knowledge of sharia, is not going to change what, what your heart is telling you. You know, people give fatwa. They give fatwa just to follow their desires. You go to someone, can, can I, uh, uh, for example, go to a bank and, and get a loan, and there's, there's so much interest on the loan and so on, and he simply says, no, don't worry, just, just go and get it. It's, it's allowed. But if you have a heart, your heart is going to tell you this. But this is riba. This is interest. And you're not going to follow that that advice. But a person without a heart is looking for any form of encouragement. I heard two uh, people discussing not too long ago. And these are elderly people. Uh, One was advising the other. He said, you see, Islam has restrictions, but to tell you the truth, you can deal in anything, just deal in anything, even drugs, whatever. At the end of the day, you just make Tawbah, and that's, that's all. In other words, just go, go ahead and do whatever you want to do. There's, there's Tawbah at the, at the end of the day. The other one was saying, ah, really? He said, yes. So this is fatwa, isn't it? He's giving him fatwa to go ahead and, and do what, what, what he wants. Even drugs, don't worry. But if this other one has a heart, you think he's going to follow that, that advice? He's not going to follow it. Why? Because there is a wa'idh in his heart. Something that gives him advice. The wa'idh that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put in the heart of, of a human being. So in aftak and nas, even if people give you fatwa, This fatwa is concerning things which are not clear. Things which are not found in the Quran, things not found in the in the Sunnah. We say if someone gives you an opinion, if your heart says this is not the correct opinion, don't don't follow that opinion. Follow what your heart is telling you because the heart is seeking the truth. But issues which are clear in the Quran and the Sunnah, when you are given fatwa, you have to follow the fatwa. Are we together? You know, some people might say, uh, uh, someone comes to him and gives him fatwa. Qal Allah, this is the fatwa I'm giving you concerning this mas'ala. Qal Allah, qala Allah, sallam. Allah said, Rasulullah said, then he says, I'm not going to follow that fatwa. Our sheikh told us that we must follow our heart. That's not what I'm saying. Are <coughs> we together? I didn't say follow your heart and oppose fatwa which is found in the Quran and the Sunnah. If the fatwa in the Quran or the fatwa in the sunnah says it is halal, then there is no need to follow your heart because the fatwa is clear, it is halal. For example, uh, something which is slaughtered by the people of the book. Something slaughtered by the Jews or slaughtered by the, the Christians. If someone came to you and gave you fatwa according to the Quran, according to the sunnah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says wa lakum. Wa lahum. This is fatwa, isn't it? According to what Allah says in the, in the Quran. Is there a record of the messengers of Allah وسلم, eating something which was slaughtered by the Jews or the Christians? We say Rasulullah was invited to go and eat at the house of a Jewish woman. She slaughtered sheep and she poisoned the messengers of Allah This is enough dalil, isn't it? In this case, is it okay to say, ah, but my heart, my, my heart tells me that this, this is not right. Therefore, I'm going to, to follow my heart. Is, is it right in this case? It's not right in this case. You don't follow your heart because the fatwa is clear. You only follow your heart where the fatwa is not clear. <laughs> Halal is clear and haram is clear. So when the fatwa is clear, there is no need to give yourself fatwa in the heart. Follow the fatwa found in the Quran and the fatwa found in the sunnah. Are we together? Because this must, Allah can be very, very confusing. Some people now become their own mufti. You say, well, the hadith said, it's tough to The hadith said, get fatwa from, from your heart. And for me, I get fatwa only from my heart. Is that correct? When do you get fatwa from your heart? When it's not clear, when it's not clear and you feel the advice you are being given is, is not correct advice concerning uh, uh, investment, for example, or concerning what you can eat, what you cannot eat. Do you feel comfortable? Do you feel comfortable eating it, whatever it is? Or do you have to hide when, when you eat it? Or do you have to hide when you, when you drink it? If you have to hide, then, then it's not right. Then it's, it's haram. Your heart has already told you that it's haram. And I think there, uh, do we have a number of things that we, that we do which, which we don't want people to discover. Are, are there some things we do which, which we don't want people to know about? They're there. Uh, uh, that is the haram. That, that is... The haram. The things which we do and we don't want people to discover, that is called ifn. And the things which we do and we're not afraid of anyone discovering them, that is birr. That's the explanation of the Messenger. Right myself, yeah, censors. Yes, <laughs> the, moment, the moment they die, uh, uh, and that's, that, that's a very, very valid point. Some people may do things and they are comfortable. That doesn't mean they're halal. It could be because their hearts have no sensors. sensors. For example, some people are comfortable smoking outside, aren't they? Some people are comfortable smoking in the presence of everyone outside. Not so. Does that make it halal? What happened? (laughs) The sensors. And there are some people who also smoke, but they hide. They, they, they don't smoke in the, in the presence of, of other people. They know it's wrong because they still have some, some sensors. Right. My advice to them is stop before the sensors die. Because if you continue, the sensors will simply get damaged, and tomorrow you'll come out and smoke in front of everyone. For some people, even, even shaving their, their, their beard, if they went to a barbershop, for example, and the, 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 the barber made a mistake and cut their beard too much, they, they don't feel comfortable when they come out to the people, you know, <laughs> just, uh, trying to hide somehow. Because they, they have some sensors on their, on their hearts. But some people just move smooth and without, without a worry. They say, Allah, <laughs> almost done. How? But sallallahu <laughs> <laughs> alaihi Rasulullah says, keep your beard. That's a hadith. And if you disobey it, you have to feel shy at least. It should be there. In your heart. If it's not there, then something there's there's a sensor that's not working. The not sensor has been has been pulled out. I think we can stop here for today. Subhanallah Bamdi Subhanaqallah illaha illumentah. Subhanahu wa Rabbi wa alhamdulillah.